podcast for giftware and specialty food artisans who want to work smarter, earn more, and live better. Hosted by Stefa Normantis. Hi, this is Stefa. Thank you for listening to Artisans Who Wholesale. Today, we're talking to Christine Guanapia. She's with Little Man. And I have always admired Christine's work with textiles. She combines really fun, playful patterns and designs in really fun colors for her handbags and accessories. I have an all-time favorite that was a fox pattern, and I can't tell you how many people would stop me at the grocery store to comment or ask me where I got it. So today, I'm really delighted to bring on Christine from Little Man. Little Man is a simple, functional collection of textile handbags, accessories, and baby goods made for everyday living. Their prints are vintage-inspired, modern-driven, and created by hand in limited production from their Massachusetts studio. So welcome, Christine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure, you're welcome. Uh, So tell me a little bit about yourself, your business, how you name the business, and then a little more detail for our audience. Sure, my pleasure. So um, I am Christine, and I'm married. I've been married for 32 years to Miguel, and we have three daughters, Faye, Anna, and Leah. We live in Whitensville, Massachusetts, which is uh, an old mill town, and we're kind of just uh, halfway between Worcester and Providence, so in that neck of the mm-hmm. woods. We have a business called Little Man, and it's a family business. We create and manufacture all from our studio handbags, accessories, and baby goods. I love the story of how you chose your business name. <laughs> so my <laughs> husband, Miguel, and I met at Mass College of Art. And uh, when we were dating, Miguel would always draw this little man. And I just, when I started going designing handbags, kind of moving from the printmaking studio to the handbag studio, I was remembering that little man. And I just thought, uh, you know, I want to try to bring him in some way. And uh, so we decided to use him as our logo. It's fantastic. I love it. It's really just whimsical and fun and uh, just has a lot of a lot of life in a really um, small drawing. Yeah, it's memorable. A lot of people remember that the little man. They do. And uh, tell me about the products that you're selling. You mentioned handbags. What else do you have in your line? Sure. We have a whole line of of different size handbags. So totes and big boys, some shoulder bags, some crossbody bags. And we have a lot of accessories from, we call them Charlie change purses. So change purses Mm -hmm. to cell phone wallets, key fobs, card wallets, pretty much anything that you can think of that you can sew and make with fabric. Terrific. And you mentioned earlier that you had been at, uh, as an art student and, and then moved out of printmaking. But how and why did you start your business? And how did you come to the idea that it was worth sticking with? Yeah, well, I, I think as creatives, you're always kind of making something, doing something, thinking something. And um, so that's, I was always doing something and I was teaching at the time and making handbags on the side. And a little bit by accident, I had taken a class at 
It's called the Women's Educational and Industrial Center. It was located in um, downtown Boston, right on Boylston Street. And mm-hmm. they had been around since, boy, like the late 1800s to help women start businesses and help support their family. And mm-hmm. I had gone there actually to try to sell my, my handbags that I had just kind of started making on the side. And one of the women that I spoke to thought that I would really benefit from taking one of their classes that help women artists become entrepreneurs. Nice. So I, yeah, it was awesome. It was wonderful. I didn't know what I was getting into. It was a lot of, it was writing a business plan and I Mm -hmm. didn't know anything about business. So it was just, it was perfect actually kind of taught me the things that I need to think about. And pretty much shortly after finishing that class, it was one of those transitional times in our lives. My mom had passed away and I found out that we were going to have our third daughter, Anna. Mm-hmm. And and then we needed to move. We ended up moving out here to Whitensville. And so very transitional. And mm-hmm. I thought if I'm going to move from teaching to kind of full-time handbag designer, this would mm-hmm. be the time. So yeah. With my husband's support, he's like, let's just do it. Let's jump off and let's give it a go. Fantastic. So, and these days, do you do both wholesale and retail? Or do you stick I to do. one side? I do. I would say that primarily we're wholesale. That's probably about 70% of our income is from the wholesale market. But we do do a little bit of retail. So we have a, a studio that is in the small little downtown area of Whitensville. Mm-hmm. It's on the second floor and just started, people started coming up and asking, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. And so from that kind of people just, you know, questioning what we were doing, we ended, mm-hmm. ended up opening a retail shop. So True. now I, yeah, have a little retail shop right in my studio. That's fun. You can get instant feedback on, you know, whatever ah. you're putting out. That's great. A great opportunity. Tell me, Christine, what are you most proud of in your business? I think what's been really exciting is when our pieces, and they continue to be picked up and sold at the White House. Wow. Um, so that's, that's been awesome. That's a awesome. good one. I, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Our oldest daughter, Faye, is a designer. She also went to Mass College of Art and so she kind of worked with me to develop a print that has donkeys and elephants on it. And mm-hmm. um, we had that printed onto fabric. And then we make bibs and burp cloths for the White House. And then we also do another print that's it has the Senate seal on it. And mm-hmm. um, it's a little formal looking, but I think it's really sweet. And they were looking for products that are made in America, which is good. Mm-hmm. And um, so we sell them in a little shop that's inside the White House. It's not open to the public. It's just more for the staff and to look for gifts or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they, they need, really. That's so, awesome, yeah, Christine. A, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. And they continue to place orders. So they're not huge orders. They're pretty small, but mm-hmm. they continue to place them. So we're excited. That's fantastic. So, so tell me about the hardest part of the business. What is your current challenge? Oh, yes. <laughs> we have a few um, <laughs> right now as we're getting ready for the trade shows. Product mm-hmm. photography. That's just uh, been, that's been a lot of, a lot of stress, but I'm getting better at it through the years. I've learned 
different tools. I've learned some different apps that have helped me. But mm-hmm. this year kind of went to a new level because one of the women that works part time for me, she's a photographer. Oh, so she's, she, yeah, it's awesome. She's jumped right in and she hasn't done product photography before. So that's a little new, mm-hmm. but she's kind of learning with me and mm-hmm. helping me just get the best product shots that I can so we can develop a really nice catalog. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one for us. We also sourcing, 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 mm-hmm. sourcing, yeah. just trying to find, you know, the best price. Fabric is expensive. And, mm-hmm. and then when we print our own fabric, that's even more expensive. Yeah. So just, you know, trying to buy in wholesale and looking for the best value sourcing. And I think the, um, that aspect of photography that you mentioned earlier, that mm-hmm. is so essential because that is, that sets the tone for everything in your marketing, what your brand stands for, the whole piece. So that is such an essential part to get right in the business. Mm. Tell me about a failure moment and something you learned from it. Failure moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would call them failure. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just a bit of semantics, but maybe disappointments yeah. are a little bit better. They're kind Even of better. lessons that I've, mm-hmm. yeah, lessons that I've learned. I think early on when I was first starting, I really didn't understand about wholesale and trying to, you know, just uh, get some legs onto that. And I had sold one of my first few wholesale accounts. But I was also selling a few things online through an Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. And I had priced our things online through our personal Etsy shop just a little bit lower because I'm thinking in my head, well, customers have to pay shipping. So if mm-hmm. I added the shipping onto what I was charging, then that would be the same price that you would have to pay in a store. Yeah. Not realizing that that was not, that was not good. Yeah. That I was, what I was actually doing was competing with my store that I was selling to. Mm-hmm. So I did get a phone call from the store and they were not very happy. And so they let me know <laughs> everything I did wrong that I shouldn't have done that. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, well, there's the feedback lesson. loop. Yeah. Lessons learned. Yes. So that was a good one. And what do you wish somebody had told you before you started? Hmm, I was thinking, I, you know what? I'm not really sure. And I'm not really sure that some of the things that someone would have told me would have really hit home because I think that as you start your own business, it's really your own personal journey. Mm-hmm. So you can take different, I guess, principles that people tell you. But because your business is so personal and is very organic and evolves, there's different different successes and lessons that are really your own. I think it's a little bit like raising our children and raising our kids that we hear all kinds of great parent advice, but mm. our kids are so different. So mm. what works for one is not going to work for the other. And a lot of it is just kind of wisdom that's found on the battleground, so to speak, yeah. you know, just in the trenches, just doing the work. So I don't know if that's a really great answer, but that's worked for us. It's just, it's the journey. I think that's the smart answer, yeah. Christine, because I do think, oh. you know, people give you advice and you're just not there mentally to be able to accept it or really understand what they're saying. So that journey analogy is uh, is so well-spoken. 
So uh, thank Mm. you. What has your business taught you? I think one of the most important things that my business has taught me is that it's not about me. It's about people. And that even as much as I, I love creating, I love making the bags, I love curating my bag selection, but I love serving people. Mm-hmm. And I serve people through the shops that I sell to. And also I serve people that come into, you know, my own personal studio and our little retail shop. And that's what it's about is making people happy, even if it's just, a little handbag, yeah. but that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to share that. Great lesson. So that's my lesson. <laughs> that's a that's a great one, Christine. That's uh makes people mm. want to buy from you because it's just good karma. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, so tell me a little bit about your new offerings. How often do you introduce them, and what's your process for um, for putting a new product online? Yes, I think, what do I do? So what I do with with our new products is that pretty much once a year when we get ready for the trade shows that are coming up, like the New England Made, that with that collection, we start looking at some of the prints that we have. And so we don't necessarily change the style of the handbag, but we'll change the prints that, you know, that we offer. Uh, sometimes what we do do is just try to, tweak what we're offering just to make it better Mm -hmm. actually if we're making a bag and we think that we find we've sourced something that's just whether it's a better keychain that we're adding you know inside of the lining or this year we one of our products is um a baby burp cloth Mm -hmm. and a baby bib and for years we've been having a a velcro closure Mm -hmm. but this year we just thought it was cleaner and a little more efficient and just a nicer look to add a snap Mm -hmm. so that's kind of tweaking a product that sold well Mm -hmm. and continues to sell well but making it better so that's one of the things we do for the shows you know as far as new product but another thing that's kind of great is just having this little shop in my studio because what I'll do is I'll make like a dozen of something and put it out in my shop Mm -hmm. and see what happens, see if it gets picked up, Mm -hmm. see if people are talking about it. So actually, I did have a new product because of that. So this year at the the show, I'm going to be bringing sleep masks. And that was just honestly, I I'm not sure how that happened, but I just had a fabric that I thought it has little eyelashes on it and it just looks very dreamy and it's a beautiful cotton organic fabric. And so I had made a sleep mask for actually my oldest daughter who had had baby number two. And so I thought, well, maybe this will help (laughs) you get some sleep. And, you know, I, I just really never planned on making sleep masks, but then I put some in our studio shop and I, you know, made a dozen, the dozen sold. So I thought, well, I'll try some more mm-hmm. and I'll try some more. And then every time an order came in, I was like, it's those sleep masks again. So I thought, you know what? I just need to add it to the collection and offer it and see what happens. 
That's great. I love that you have a place where you can just test without really making a huge investment. You can fail fast, fail cheap. You can, you know, just get that instant feedback of like, oh, a little bigger, a little different, a little, you know, whatever adjustments that make it more appealing for a buyer. So that's fantastic. That's a a great little lab Mm. to work with. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Tell me what your best tip is for finding new buyers. How do they come to you where you go to them? Honestly, it's the trade shows for me. It's I go to both of your shows and try to stay a little regional. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's in our, you know, our business, we're hand making everything. And so just seeing regional works for mm-hmm. us and with our production and, you know, who we, we have very small staff and my other staff, they're extremely part-time. Mm-hmm. So we have enough that we can keep busy and keep production going. So the trade shows have been really awesome for us. Terrific. Tell me about a healthy habit that's important for you. How do you stay balanced and healthy? Well, I love mornings. I love my good cup of coffee mm-hmm. and pretty much start my day with coffee and I read the word of God and I kind of have a little bit of time of meditating on what I read with Miguel. I'm usually reading the word together with him. And so we start our day with prayer, Mm -hmm. just a, you know, short prayer, but um, it just kind of helps to remind us to number our days, who's in charge Mm -hmm. and kind of order things and put things in place and honestly to be thankful Mm -hmm. that we have another day together and you know another day to create and move and live and breathe and all that good stuff so yeah that's that's pretty much every morning starts that way it's a great start tell me Mm -hmm. about the biggest lesson you've learned in running your business i i think that one of the things i've learned i guess just mostly from having my shop that's been really interesting to have the shop because I think when I first started the business and when you're younger, it's it, we all have different goals, but maybe my goal was much bigger and faster mm-hmm. you know, to move. But the older I've gotten, I think that the community that I'm in just serves me very well. And that is often that kind of ripple effect to start to, to grow from your community and then let that community kind of do the talking and start spreading the word and, and getting, you know, like that ripple effect go a little bit further and a little bit further with our business and the voice that we have. So within that same kind of thing that I, when I've seen more people coming into the studio, there's sometimes there's a lot of hurting people mm, out yeah. there. And so sometimes people just, you know, they need to come into the studio and see something fresh and, we like, I love to merchandise and rearrange things. And so it's just like a little escape mm-hmm. for a little moment. And I can hopefully give a warm hello and show them a, a fun print or something that can maybe just, uh, you know, bring a quick little yeah. smile. So it's, again, I'm just kind of re- referring back to that learning that it's about mm-hmm. people kind of story, but that's really valuable. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much influence we can have. It may be a micro moment, but but you can really change mm-hmm. somebody's, you know, whether their mood or whether, you know, how their day is going. It doesn't take it doesn't take a lot sometimes. What other resources, whether books or apps or online resources do you find helpful? 
Well, when I work, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I have a lot of alone time, do a lot of ironing, do a lot <laughs> of cutting. So I like to look at, um, listen to the podcasts. So I love yours. <laughs> Thank that's, you. that's one. That's just great. Uh, you're doing a great job. So that's been really encouraging. Just recently, I finished this book as, by Stephen Furtick. It's called Crash the Chatterbox. And this is something that I kind of identified with and has to do with the, the voices in our heads mm -hmm. that we have. And, you know, just those little things that sometimes may, might make us feel insecure or, you know, they zap away at our confidence levels. Those things that we say that are not always the best things to mm -hmm. ourselves. And so the book is about kind of addressing that. And that sometimes I think as creatives, we also are not the most encouraging to ourselves. You know, we can, we do better at encouraging other people uh, than ourselves. And so the book was just really helpful to help, you know, speak, speak to that voice. That's not a really yeah. good, not really good to have. Well, I will put that in our show notes, a link to it so that uh, if anybody wants to check it out, there'll be an easy link. But, uh, but thank you for that. Tell me um, what gets you motivated when it gets hard or what keeps you inspired, Christine? I, I don't know if this is corny, but it's my husband and my family, you know, it's just yeah. it's simple, but, you know, I feel very blessed that our family is, um, is full of mm -hmm. creatives. And so Miguel is just, uh, he's funny and he's very creative. And then my oldest daughter, Faye, and then my other daughter, Leah is also, they're, they're both in, um, uh, they went to art school. The, the second one is finishing up our art degree. So we just love things that mm -hmm. are creative and we love to inspire each other. Our youngest daughter, Anna, doesn't want anything to do <laughs> with the art. She finds this very stressful. <laughs> She's, it's just, it's wonderful. It's, it's just great how different all of our girls are, but our family is, uh, I think my family yeah. motivates me. Amen to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How simple. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me how you recharge. What um what do you do for that? I I think maybe because I'm more of an introvert, I'm mm -hmm. not sure, a little quieter, but um when I so when I'm out and I'm if I'm selling or you know with in the public and kind of before people, that takes a different kind of mm -hmm. energy for me. And while I, I've learned to like really enjoy that and embrace it, I also kind of get a little yeah. just exhausted at the, at the end of, end of that. So the trade shows, I love them, but then mm -hmm. I get exhausted at the end. So this, again, this is not like rocket science. I just mm -hmm. love to sleep. <laughs> so, you know, it's just relaxing <laughs> and I don't know, watching movies or something where I don't have to, really get super mm -hmm. engaged, I can just kind of, you know, turn mm -hmm. off a little bit and relax. Terrific. So, yeah. Terrific. That sounds That's very appealing <laughs> on a Saturday morning, a little sleeping, whatever it is, wherever you can mm. get it. Yeah. So, and the last thing, Christine, I'll wrap with is, um, what is your best advice to other artisans? I think, again, because of our raising three or have raised really three adult, young, beautiful women, um, kind of the same things that I tell them is, is, uh, 
to really appreciate giftings and celebrate the gifts that they see in each other and in other people. And I would often tell them to like stay mm-hmm. in their own lane, you know, not to compare that I see a lot of giftings in each one of them and comparisons not a good is not not really good for them and really thankfulness i just you know gratitude mm-hmm. goes a long way that's so. the truth no compare and despair for sure for yeah sure. So, yeah mm-hmm. uh tell me christine how should listeners uh get in touch with you mm-hmm. or check out your products where would uh how would they reach you Sure. We have a website. It's uh, littlemanoriginals.com. It's probably the best way there. You can contact us through there. We have an email address there and phone number where you can reach us. And you can also shop directly from the website there. Well, thank you so much for being part of our podcast today. It is always nice to chat with you. And you just have, you know, when you mentioned the merchandising, you merchandise beautifully. Your color sense and your fabrics are just gorgeous. I always look forward to seeing what's new and how you've put it, put the products together. And it is, you just have such a lovely business. So thank you for coming on today to share a little bit. Mm, thank welcome. you for having Take me. Care now. Visit artisanswholesale.com for show notes with resources and links that help you work smarter, earn more, and live better.